Hello and welcome to the next episode of Enterprise Doctor Business Show. My name is Mark Harris. I am the Enterprise Doctor and I have as my guest today, Rachel Britton, who is a virtual assistant. Hello, Rachel. Hi, how are you? I am actually quite good. It's not remotely as warm today as it has been, but hey, you can't have everything in life. So not only are you a virtual assistant, but your company name mm-hmm. is Rachel Britton Virtual Assistant. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. do what it says on the tin, <laughs> yeah. um, which, uh, you know, there's, I like businesses that do what they say on the tin. So for the benefit of the listeners who clearly mm-hmm. don't know you, they, I, I doubt that there's anybody out there who doesn't know a virtual assistant. But tell me about your business. I know all virtual assistants are not the same. What's your business about? Obviously, we've discussed my business is Rachel Britain Virtual Assistant. Um, I've been running my business for approximately six weeks now, so quite early stages. Six weeks? Yes, six okay, weeks. Is- I know, everyone I speak to are quite shocked when I just say six weeks, but yes, yeah, just six weeks old. And this is being recorded on the 5th of May. So by the time mm-hmm. it goes out, it'll be seven or eight weeks old. Yes. Almost past it. So... Wow. Okay. That's, that prompts a lot of questions, but, but tell mm-hmm. me before I ask them, let me, uh, what sort of virtual assistant are you? What kinds of fields do you work in? So I would say that um, my niche is compliance and research. Um, I've got about three to four years experience and it's something that I really enjoy doing. So I think it's important if you haven't discovered what your niche is to have a think and write down everything that you enjoy doing and everything that you don't enjoy doing and then focus on obviously you want to be running a business where you absolutely love your job. So that's what I would say and that's what I'm doing. I would say that you're absolutely right on that. When you say compliance and research, mm-hmm. so do, do you have a particular, uh, when you say that, it makes me think mm-hmm. your clients might be lawyers, surveyors, doctors, those kinds of people. Yeah, so I normally target the financial services industry. My experiences with financial advisors and partner practices, um, and I would help with their due diligence. So basically doing background checks, source of wealth, etc., anti-money laundering, um, having a look at bank statements, etc., to highlight any possible anti-money laundering on there as well. So it's quite a varied role, and every financial advisor does normally follow the same set of rules in regards to the due diligence checks they have to take. So, okay. yes. Okay, so... I need to choose my words carefully here because there may be virtual assistants listening. I know there's one listening, it's you. Some people have a what I believe to be a very misguided view of virtual assistants that it's all really low-end stuff. It's filing, it's making a yes, stuff. I, but you're talking yeah. about much, much more... More complex, yeah, I, I, I find. I mean, you do get virtual assistants who are happy to do just um, general administration, which is your filing and diary management, um, you know, booking accommodation, etc. But then you've also got a growing number of virtual assistants who actually hone in on some quite expert um, subjects, really. And that's another reason why I've chosen my business name is Rachel Britton Virtual Assistant, because most people now know what a virtual assistant is. So if they want to type in virtual assistant Simon Sester, then I will come up on the page. So it's just kind of you know, it's, it's all well and good having a company name like most people do, but I find yeah. so people know exactly what I do. 
it's yeah. you know it's easy to read isn't it but presumably you're in no way restricted the the word virtual means you're mm-hmm. in no way restricted to people in Sirencester it could be anywhere no, in, international international at the moment um you know I'm not trying to run before I can walk so to speak so I am um working nationally um with a plan of maybe later this year or next year depending on how things go then you know outreach globally okay I'm just doing mental calculations in my mm-hmm. head. We've been in lockdown for about five weeks, I think, at the we time have, of recording, yes. and you started mm-hmm. your business six weeks ago. So a week yes. after you decided I'm going to do this thing, yes. and actually that's when the lockdown hit. That must have been so, crushing. It was a crazy time because I've been researching for about six months while I was also having, um, sorry, also working full time, um, and it was basically researching everything really to websites to how i'm going to market my business social media platforms so it's all encompassing um, and took quite a while to decide what i needed to do to launch my business um, and i always had the date of the 20th of march um, it came to the 20th of march and then i did have a bit of a wobble because obviously covid19 hits and i thought don't know if i'm doing the right thing then I pulled myself together and I realised, well, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. And I thought, well, if, I, if I can survive COVID-19, my business can survive COVID-19, then I can pretty much survive anything. So that's, I've always been positive and, you know, as long as you're trying every single day to do your utmost and hardest by networking and marketing your business, then I think, you know, you're onto a winning formula, definitely. And, and you, we'll talk about networking and marketing in a second, mm-hmm. but you just used the word positive just as that word was running through my head. It's a really positive (laughs) thing to do. And you're coming across as such a hugely positive person and positivity is good, but you've got to do stuff. And in some ways, because your Mm -hmm. business is, if you were opening a shop, then the virus would have just killed it before it opened because I think I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones because yes, my business is virtual, but I think with COVID-19, it's really flipped everything round now where most people are thinking, well, actually, I don't need to travel 50 miles to a meeting. I can just go on, you know, the likes yeah. of Zoom or Remo, et cetera. And, you know, you can literally be anywhere within, well, minutes, seconds, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had a bit of a wobble, which is very understandable. Anybody starting a mm-hmm. business, if they don't have a bit of a wobble, they're a bit strange because you can <laughs> have too much unjustified confidence. Um, yes. But you, you you got over that wobble. You started the business. Uh, I did, yes. In in the teeth of this virus mm-hmm. and lockdown and furlough and redundancies yes. and businesses shutting and the economy mm-hmm. crashing, shares crashing. I'm not trying to depress people. I'm just trying to remind <laughs> people of that first yeah. week or two of your business. Must have yes. been so you now are in a position six weeks down mm-hmm. the line. You have clients. Yes. You're I do. generating revenue. You're doing mm-hmm. stuff for people. How did you do that? So basically, I made sure that I was visible on the internet. So I created a website. Well, I didn't. I paid someone to do it because I did try myself. And I, yes, it was just too technical for myself. And I also find it was too time consuming. Um, So I left that with one of my tech guys. Um, I also think it's important to make sure that you have a presence on social media. So the likes of LinkedIn, 
Facebook, create a Facebook page. Um, I would also advertise on, you know, your local um, groups, like we've got the Siren Sester Independent Local Business Group. I would also say it's important to be regularly posting on social media. I mean, it's completely up to you how, to, how you do it. But on a Monday, Wednesday and Fridays, my days where I usually post Normally, it's, it could be anything fun-filled or it can be something specific, um, anything that's going on in the world at the moment, or if you're having a mayor of the day, share it with your audience. Okay. So, you know, I just think it's really important not just to be completely bombarding people with your business and what you can do. You need to be engaging and speak to people on a level because we're all in the same boat at the moment. Yeah, and another angle of that mm-hmm. engagement is yes. well it, it, it used to be networking and I guess it still is networking but it's not face to face so do, do you have much experience of networking I suppose because you you, you used to have a job and mm-hmm. now you run your business it's so, completely different now yeah so before I never and I never did never went to any networking events you know that was not on my radar but now since becoming self-employed I've been joining like the virtual assistance society and it's kind of amalgamated to the point where I find these different networks who have been fantastic and have been a, an absolute godsend to be honest because without these people I mean I'm speaking to people all around the world sometimes um and you can basically say to them anything if you're having any issues with your company say i'm not sure what program i should be using i'm not sure how i should respond to this client because i'm in my infancy really with my my company any you know advice i i get from people is you know a massive benefit to me so online networking has taken over now um i'm lucky enough to be a part of three of, of the main networking groups, I would say, in the country, really. Okay. Um, one of them being for networking. Um, that's founded by Brad Burton. Um, I'm lucky enough now to also be a part of one of the meetings um, on a Wednesday called To Foreignity and Beyond um, with um, Chris Saunders and Stephen Wade. Um, to, and to what and beyond? So it's my idea. So okay. it's two four because it's four N for networking. So two four entity and beyond. And we've got a little buzz light here in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I'm yeah, so I've been lucky enough because I'm a virtual assistant, you can then be like the group coordinator. So you're basically coordinating the meeting and it's been invaluable to my business because it's then you've got self promotion there because you can put your business all over all the adverts that you do, but you're also trying to get people into your meetings as well and trying to build that your own network again. And that's what we've been doing with our meetings on a Wednesday at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think that's called a plug, but that's okay. And is it just just for Siren Sester people or? It's different for me because I've always known online networking. I've not never done the face-to-face as what the old format used to be. This group is primarily for companies in Gloucestershire, Worcestershire and Herefordshire. But we are getting people from Scotland. You know, we are getting people from London because it it doesn't really fit the mould as the previous mould. You can't, you're virtual. Yes, absolutely. So you can actually 
one of my earlier podcasts was with a, a, the networking ambassador and he talks okay. a bit about networking before networking mm -hmm. now and speculates as well as to what networking might be like in the future. So mm -hmm. with that group, which is a virtual yes. networking thing, once the lockdown ends and, you know, let's cross our fingers, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, there, there yeah. will be some kind of, and people do have to do some face-to-face -face stuff sometimes. Mm -hmm. So do you think that will carry on as a virtual thing, even though you can network face-to-face? -face? I think it might be, I think it would possibly be a mixture of both. I think you still have the face-to-face -face networking meetings, but also the online meetings. There's no, there's no real difference. I do miss, you know, for me, not with the networking side of thing, but the face-to-face -face contact with another person. Um, and I feel that feedback we've had from other people that are part of the network have said they still want to be doing some face-to-face, -face, but they're more than happy to do the online meetings as well. It just makes business sense, I think, as well. If you're based, like I said, miles away, you can literally flick the button on your computer and you're in the meeting. I, I, I tend to agree with all that you've just mm -hmm. said. I think that the world and the business world and the networking mm -hmm. part of the business world, after this is all a horrible memory, won't be better and it won't be worse. It'll be mm -hmm. different. And I it think will. there will be m much more online networking in addition to the definitely. We yes, will, agree. We will have to wait and see how that develops. Mm -hmm. um, Rachel, it has been a delight. Thank you very much. Thank I'm you. just so mm -hmm. impressed. I'm impressed with anybody who starts a business. I'm impressed because it is a big step to take. I'm impressed with anybody yes. who gets it going and makes it happen mm -hmm. but to have started it a week before the lockdown I know. Still, <laughs> you know, you're pulling in some business uh if people have been interested by mm -hmm. the things that Rachel has said particularly if you're in yeah if you are a financial advisor and you think that a VA might be useful uh all of mm -hmm. Rachel's contact details and Facebook and stuff is in the podcast notes so you can get in touch with her via any of those or indeed all of them if you feel really <laughs> I am Mark Harris, the Enterprise Doctor, and my contact details are also in the notes if you want to get in touch with me. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you very much. I hope not only that your next six weeks are as good as the first six weeks, but your next six years are as well. Oh, and thank you. <laughs> we will maybe catch up another time when you've been in business a little mm -hmm. longer and you have some, some words of wisdom you might want to impart. We can do this again. But for now... That sounds like a great idea. Rachel Britton, virtual assistant, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Mark. And for all the listeners, I hope you found that enjoyable and interesting and informative. And I look forward to you listening to another podcast again in the pretty near future. <laughs>